Welcome to Designing Success from Study to Studio. I'm your host, Rhiannon Lee, founder of the Oleander and Finch Design Studio. I've lived the transformation from study to studio and then stripped it bare and wrote down the framework so you don't have to overthink it. In this podcast, you could expect real talk with industry friends, community, connection, and actionable tips to help you conquer whatever's holding you back. Now let's get designing your own success. It has been such a week over here in the Oleander Finch studio. We closed out the student intake of 12 new students into the framework. So I'm working with those girls. I'm really excited to learn more about their businesses. We have our second Q&A, but the first one that they'll all attend this week on Thursday with a special guest teaching us all things AI rendering, which is going to be really exciting. Uh, And I have been working really, really hard in the background for about maybe a month or two now on creating a suite of Notion templates because I use them in my business. I have a really great client project tracker that includes trade supplier, status tracking. We have uh, a budget spreadsheet, well, not spreadsheet, like a database in there that tracks the budget as well as a really in-depth procurement list where I put all of the items, the template inside of the client project tracker that drops in for each client walks you right through the entire process. There's checkboxes for onboarding, checkboxes for offboarding. There's I could go in for hours. Anyway, I've been tidying it up in a way that I can share it with the general public and uh, give it to interior designers. So this will be a paid template, but if you visit my website in probably about a week or so, I'm still working on amendments because I want to make it the absolute best version it can be before it goes live. But keep your eyes on my Instagram at oleander underscore and underscore finch, and you will very soon see the client project tracker available for sale, as well as quite a few other little templates popping up because I have been tidying up my own systems in order to share them with you guys because inside of the framework, it gets requested all the time. So as I'm teaching things like deliverables and pricing. I sometimes show my notion in video tours and I get a lot of requests internally just to see more of that and how can they get that. So that is actually inside of the framework shared with the girls for free and they have access to that and they can learn that system as we go. So anyway, enough about what I'm working on in the background. That will all come to fruition in the next couple of weeks. I am also running a workshop at the end of September, which I'm really excited about. For a long time, all year, it has been on my list to invite 10 people virtually into the studio and run like a half day or full day marketing, content, planning, customer centric focused, amazing workshop where we build confidence, we build uh, we build abilities. I want to teach people how to do like my content planning and marketing Mondays is quick, it's fast, it's bulk uploaded, it's about just smart strategic planning and talking directly to the right person and it all comes together so I really want to help more people like get a system together so that they can get on with their lives and get on with designing and doing all the things that they really love anyway that's what's happening in the studio at the moment it's father's day today when, when I'm recording this and my wonderful husband is as always stretching himself to make sure that he's playing with the boys while I'm in the studio so Shout out to all the partners of small business owners who are there picking up the slack, helping out in a way that allows our businesses to grow and to flourish. So just a high five for all of the partners out there, not just the dads. Okay, let's get into it. Today, I want to talk about navigating specialty areas in interior design. 
So often I get this question or I have this conversation with designers who are worried that they don't know enough about a particular product. Example, window treatments, sometimes it's flooring, different types of flooring, perhaps the technicalities of fireplace installments or talking to me about wallpaper and the different materials used to adhere it or all sorts of things. And I simply shut that down with, ask the experts. You don't have to be the expert in everything. Your client does not expect you to be the expert in everything. I liken it to my previous life in travel. I couldn't possibly know the whole world. I wouldn't know as much about a remote fishing village in Finland as someone who lives in said remote fishing village in Finland. I'm happy to do the research on behalf of my client. You walk into my travel agency and you want to go somewhere and I'm not really familiar with it. I'm like, amazing. I'm going to learn. You're going to get the outcome that you want. And we're both going to be really happy. My number one tip in this area is just to be comfortable not knowing, sitting in the lack of knowledge and celebrating that lack of knowledge with your clients. It shows professionalism and care that you want to go and speak to an expert in that field. So I'm going to use window treatments as an example, but if there's somebody locally who just you know meets with fabric houses all the time, understands what can and cannot be used as a window treatment, understands the functionality and reasons why we would use that window treatment or flooring or, or any type of tile or whatnot, I want to go speak to those people. So it's really important that we look to expand our knowledge, spend lots of time with those specialty providers and those trade suppliers, build amazing relationships, but pop in for no reason. Don't never see them and then get a client who wants a particular type of tile and then, you know, go in and, and try to get all of that expertise in at once. I think it's really important just to drop in maybe without a client every now and again and sort of say, I just wanted to hear from you what's new, what sort of things are you seeing, trends are you seeing, uh, what's selling really well, what have your suppliers been telling you is on the horizon? Because don't forget if they're working inside of a tile shop or a window treatment shop or a flooring shop, they're also dealing with sales reps for the product itself as well sometimes. So it can be really great intel and it can be great to build that relationship. And that is going to build your knowledge so that when you have a client who's interested in something, maybe you're not able to answer the question straight away about the you know the inquiry that they have or the interest that they have about a particular item within the genre of window treatments. But you will really confidently be able to say, no problems. I have a rep, Kelly, who's amazing. She works down at X shop. I'm going to pop in with this exact question because I'm really interested to learn it, but also I would like to find out what our options are as a design team and bring them back to you, present them to you, and we'll decide together. Something like that or along those lines. Far too often people are quite afraid that they're going to look like they're not I don't know, earning their worth or that they're not a real designer if they don't know these things. I think actually it comes across really well when you're open to not knowing at all, being a know-it-all. Like it's really great. I mean, if you said, I don't know where the sofa should go or, you know, if you if you struggled in the areas of spatial planning or a colour consultation or something like that, then I would be a little bit concerned. But I'm far less concerned when you're struggling or not even struggling, when you just don't have the answer roll off your tongue about it, a specific expert speciality or an area of interior design that is not your niche.
so many times I have gone into Choices Flooring in Sunbury, for example, and I've seen Matt and Erin and the team, and I have just picked apart their brains. I've sort of said, look, I've got this client. We've got a bunch of hexagon-shaped rooms, and there's going to be all these offcuts, and I want to look from a pricing perspective what's going to work and what I should should suggest. And I've had some considerations to take into account, like a um allergies, pets, that sort of thing. So I might go in and say, these are the rooms that I'm wanting to choose a flooring for. I was hoping to put in like a hybrid or a laminate, but there's going to be a lot of off cuts. Do you suggest carpet? And if so, we're going to have the same sort of issue. Uh, what is the best flooring option for us? And we've pulled things out and then we've gone, oh, wait a second, that's not sustainable or if that's the consideration or that's not allergy friendly and, and really have that conversation with them. And they are the experts. I'm not the expert. I know like I know my experience level worth of information from previous clients talking to those specialty area experts. In saying that, each and every time that you do this and you practice this art of going and leaning on the experts, you're actually learning. So you're going to become more and more versed in their products and what's on trend and what's happening out there and why this sustainable material is better than that and, and so on and so forth. And maybe even understanding um, low, medium and higher or more luxury price points so that you can guide your client in the right way. These are all things that come with time. They are not a like bonus module you can do at design school on this particular specialty areas. There's absolutely nothing stopping you from gaining this information by visiting these suppliers, getting in there, just saying, look, I'm really keen before I get the questions to really have a very strong working understanding of this particular specialty area. So for example, you could go into Choices Flooring and say, look, I don't have a client at the moment. I'm just starting out my interior design business. Got some samples. I'd really love to take home some of your spec books or I'd like you to talk me through. Is there a possibility? I'm, I understand that you're busy. Can we make an appointment for me to come in and maybe spend 25 minutes learning everything that you know and how you interact with your clients when they come in directly from a sales perspective? Perhaps you can teach me some of that so that I have a working understanding and I can help my client make the right choice with your product. So they were going to obviously think this is a great partnership because you then become a spokesperson for their brand. Another area that I quite enjoy leaning on the experts is things like fabric houses and going in and letting them know what it is that you're after. So perhaps you want to reupholster some bar stools and you're going to be in there and they're really going to talk you through what's appropriate to use in that manner or perhaps you're going in and wanting to know what fabrics can be used for window treatments. You're going to get some made or there's so many conversations you can have with these experts and really learn so much about, we learn about, about rub count and what to look for. And we have sort of a general working understanding, but just spending 20 minutes to two hours in a fabric house learning from someone there is fantastic. So I guess I would suggest to you that you make some calls ahead of time or pop in and meet them and ask them for the time. So obviously it's their working day. They might be missing out on a commission if they're work on commissions and someone walks into the store and they're busy showing you through the different window options when someone wanted a measure and quote for their whole house like you don't want them to feel like that so always great to call ahead build a relationship before you need a relationship would be a key tip that I would give you I absolutely would go in 
to Alaskan tiles locally or Choices Flooring or any of my like just local suppliers just to have general conversations while I was learning and before I had too many real clients for them like being an e-designer I might be working with somebody in Townsville so obviously that's not going to go through a Sunbury store or local to me but they were so lovely and happy to help me out anyway that obviously when I did have local clients in Macedon and around the local area the first place I'm going to take them to make that selection is straight back into the people that have actually really helped me and taken the time to teach me everything I know about sustainability and flooring and all that kind of stuff so it's really a great mutual relationship now. Aside from tapping into your supplier expertise, another thing that I would suggest is really important is understanding the exact right types of questions you need to ask your client before you can go in and do some further research. So we obviously don't want to do a lot of back and forth. So if you could speak to your trade suppliers and sort of say, hey, if I have any queries from my clients what's the sort of information that you best need me to collect before I come in and we start looking at the different types of tiles for example and they might say well we need to know the general square meterage what you want to use it for or the usage like is it a floor tile is it a wall tile I mean most of you will absolutely innately ask these questions it's part of interior design but if you are very new you might not know And it never hurts to ask the trade suppliers what they expect you to come prepared with because it might be different to what you actually think. And it may also lead to a different outcome. So if you've asked the exact right questions about the functionality of a particular window treatment, for example, then it may mean that you go in and you've just discounted. Here's an example. I worked with um, a beautiful family in... Somewhere like regionally New South Wales, I believe, between New South Wales and Queensland. And I wanted to put white shears all around. Um, and I it was right for the design. I thought it would look beautiful. And the second I suggested them, my client Tony was like, uh, that our house is full of red dirt. It's just they're going to get filthy immediately. And it wasn't something that I had actually known because I'm an e-designer and if I don't know the local area that well I really rely on my clients to be able to give me the heads up when something I suggest isn't as practical as I would like that's great just go back to the drawing board pick a different material pick a different color pick a different type of window treatment we have options but we only have options if we actually understand the brief properly Remember, it isn't just about us. It's about delivering the best outcome for the client. So don't be afraid to ask about warranties, maintenance, potential challenges that might arise down the road. Like the suppliers will be generally pretty honest with you if something is like looks good, maybe not that functional or look, people are choosing this and finding that they're coming back in two years time and they're having to completely redo their floors or their windows or this isn't suitable for a house with children and pets. Get to know those sorts of warning signs, I guess, or or ask the right questions, ask about the exact functionality versus aesthetic, etc. And you'll almost always get the complete truth from the suppliers so that you are actually going to present a far better outcome for your client. Heading over to the experts instead of just pretending we are the experts also helps us get right into the product specifics. So they're going to know the absolute nitty gritty details like material options, customization possibilities. If there's hidden design gems that we might not know about, like sometimes I've specified something and then I find out it's recycled materials. And that would have been a really great way to present to the client and show them the benefits of choosing that particular product. 
Okay, that's about it from me today. But just remember, it isn't about admitting a lack of knowledge. It's actually just leveraging collective expertise to create amazing designs for your clients. When you collaborate with your local experts, you're not just getting the information. You just build a network that can be a really valuable experience for everybody. And it means that when you walk into that store again, later down the line with a completely different client, your sales rep or the person working there who knows you really well because you pop in all the time to see what's new, what's trending, will immediately greet you like, oh, hi, Rhiannon, how's everything at Oleander and Finch? What's going on? They know you really well. And all of a sudden, instead of looking like you don't have the expertise and you're not that great, your client really appreciates that you're the person who builds the relationship, has the networking skills to be able to lean on other people's expertise, take them in, see a specialist, talk all things sustainable flooring or window treatments or tiles, wherever you are, and you know, book an appointment ahead of time, meet with the salesperson that you know that you've met previously. It's just like a showroom appointment that you might have at a designer-only showroom for furniture. It really elevates the experience for your client as well. Here's a little bonus tip for you. You can document all the knowledge you gain during those little meetings or consultations you have with the experts and create your own design playbook filled with all the insights from the specialists. So it's, you know, if you have, I have a Notion database for this, but you can obviously just store like their names of the rep, their phone direct contacts. You might have digital eBooks, like or catalogs that they have that I store in there as well. I often, if I learn something amazing, I drop that in just in some check boxes and dot points and things so that I have a little database. And when I go over there, I know I'm just going to use Matt as an example at Choices Flooring. I can go in, look by Choices Flooring. I know Matt's name, Matt's phone number, the address of where I'm going if I'm meeting a client there. So I can quickly just give it that to them in their documentation. And I will also be able to have things in there. Like I have an area around sustainability. It might be an area around making different lifestyle choices, like products that I know are good for kids, pets, dogs that I've learned over time versus products that I know are quite good if you are going into a new build or building for investment property or renting. So I have acquired this knowledge, but I've also held onto it in a database so that it's quick at my fingertips. I don't have to call Matt all the time and say, hey, what did you teach me about sustainability that time that I popped in? I can go in and have a look at my notes and everything after the call. And this is how you build a real database of knowledge and how you become better and better at your job. And then you no longer need the specialist experts for baseline knowledge. You need them for what's trending, what's new, what's happening. Talk to me about new product and your relationship just builds and builds and builds and you become more and more confident in every area. It's not going to happen immediately but you know what you can do immediately is don't pause this podcast and go click the like follow or subscribe button and then go over to one of these things like just go out today and drop in to a store there's something else that you can do while you're there and that's take a little video and upload it to your stories and this is building social proof it's building like no one trust with your clients you're out there you're in the mix with the tapware, with the basins, you're down at the tile store, you're talking to somebody about the products, live the dream you want to have when you're designing your own successful interior design business. Get out and amongst it, get networking, get to know the products, get to know the people, get yourself a database. It's going to be one of those Notion templates anyway that you will be able to download in a few weeks. So pop back to my website then. But yeah, like start to build yourself a way to stand out from the crowd 
but do not be embarrassed if you don't know a certain thing about a specialty area when you're in an initial consult or even at a site visit or talking to a client. You should always just park the questions, ask the right questions, and then take them to the experts and your knowledge will grow as you grow and you will have a beautiful relationship with those experts so that they're on hand. If something comes up in the moment, you can literally pick up the phone, check your database, get the direct phone call for Matt at Choices Flow and get the question answered in the moment. That's pretty much it from me today. I promise this was not actually sponsored by any of those specialty experts. I was just trying to think of some examples to talk you through things. But I cannot stress enough that seeking expertise in specialty areas is a sign of wisdom and dedication to your craft. It's not a sign of not knowing things. So it's about enhancing your skill set, learning what's happening out there that you can't possibly know everything all at once, and most importantly, delivering the most exceptional value to your client. That wraps up another episode of Designing Success from Study to Studio. Thanks for lending me your ears. Remember, progress over perfection is the key. If you found value in today's episode, go ahead and hit subscribe or share it with a friend. Your feedback means so much to me and it helps me improve, but it also helps this podcast reach more emerging and evolving designers just like you. For your daily dose of design business tips and to get a closer look at what goes on behind the scenes, follow at oleander underscore and underscore finch on Instagram. You'll find tons of resources available at www.oleanderandfinch.com to support you on your journey. Remember, this is your path, your vision, your future, and your business. Now let's get out there and start designing your success.